Hey everyone, this is Bob Leahy at Life Church in Chico, California. Welcome to the Midweek Pastors Podcast. This is a way for us to go beyond the sermon through conversation, questions and answers, deep dives into topics, and interviews. Whether it be in your car, at the gym, or hiking in Upper Park, we hope that this podcast really encourages and equips you wherever you're at. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another weekly Pastors Podcast. Uh, Pastor Chris Ray is here, and today we have Pastor Lana Leahy. Hi, Lana. Hi. So I have brought you in to put you on the spot, but not on the spot just you personally, but theologically, philosophically. I want to talk about a topic that everybody's familiar with. Some people are afraid to talk about it. Some people are uncomfortable to talk about it. And so I don't care. We're going to talk about it. And we're going to talk about the reality of anxiety. And I I took some time before we were going to have this podcast to look at the Greek word, you know, this whole thing of anxiety. And it's an interesting word. It means to be pulled, technically, it means to be pulled in two directions. Mm. Like part of you is being yanked one way and part of you is being yanked the other way. And so can you just tell us, a little bit of your uh, journey mm-hmm. in struggling with anxiety and how that, how you have dealt with it up until this point. And then I'll ask you some other questions. Right. So I would say the first thing I want to know is just that there are different definitions of anxiety. So, uh, you know, there's the part of it that is just, you know, when we're worried about something, when we have a big decision to make or, you know, life is stressful. And then there's the clinical side of it. And so what I deal with is is the clinical side of it where it's like a, a biological, mm. um, mental, like mental health issue, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so it's been a journey for me of figuring that out just because growing mm-hmm. up in the church, when you say that, you know, you're experiencing anxiety, people often think it's the other thing. And so they're sending you verses and they're trying to cheer you up and things like that. And it's not just something, you know, for me that I can pull myself up by my bootstraps necessarily. Um, But it is something that I've learned to walk through with the Lord. And I've, it's something that I've experienced since I was about 16 years old. I remember the first time that I had an attack for me, it's always like in the, in the evening. And so I remember being at my friend's um, wedding and I was like a bridesmaid and it was like the night before the wedding and we were all sleeping together in the um, living room and I just could not go to sleep. I just suddenly, it was like something just came over me and I just felt that mm. sort of panic and it's super uncomfortable. It makes me nauseous. I mean, it mm-hmm, just really, mm-hmm. um, really disrupts my, um, my life. And so um, after that, I kind of went on this journey of like, you know, seeing counselors and taking medications and things like that, that also had their own kind of effects. And, um, and it was a pretty lonely road for a long Mm. time until I started to meet other people that had similar, you know, experiences. Mm -hmm. And, um, for me, what it, the culmination was that I ended up being diagnosed with ADHD and the, the psychologist who diagnosed me said that, um, a lot of times those two things go together. And the trick is to figure out whether it's the anxiety feeding the ADHD Hmm. symptoms or the ADHD feeding the anxiety symptoms. And so for me, what they determined was that my ADHD is what causes my anxiety. Um, but I also know that it has some things to do with, um, uh, just, you know, growing up and trauma Mm -hmm. and, you know, things like that Mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, I feel like I'm still learning. I'm still kind of on that journey. But I I definitely, I feel like um, it's something that used to have me and now I can say I have it. It doesn't have me. I love that. I love that that way of looking at it. 
the thing that I want to point out, because I think it's important for us as Christians, many of you who are listening in either know someone that struggles with anxiety or you struggle with it. But Lana, you pointed out two things that I think are so important. There is just the biological part of it mm-hmm. that somebody can struggle with. And then there's the, what would you call it? Just the, the uh, outside effects of anxiety. When anxiety is not biological, it's... Uh, there's the mental sort of, you know, there's the part that you can, you know, it is important what you're, how you're talking to yourself, that Mm -hmm. inner dialogue and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. So it's natural to, you know, you're, you're in an airplane, you're 35,000 feet in the air, you look out the window and you go, oh my gosh, I'm in a metal tube flying through the air. You can feel anxious about that Yeah. because that's just, it still doesn't make sense, right? right? It's like, how are we doing this? So I think all of us can feel a sense of anxiety or anticipation of something, uh, the anxiety you get before you take a big test at school. Uh, But what I found, and this is, you had to learn to navigate this, is that when you shared that you were having anxiety, there were probably people that quoted to you Philippians chapter 4, verse 6 that says, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. Now, they gave that to you to help you, but it didn't. It, it was like, well, of course I know that. So yeah. it became, so what is that? What People are just trying to shush you or go, be better. Or- I think people want to help. And I think that when, you know, they don't have a an empathetic frame of reference. I mean, literally, if you've never felt that feeling, you can't really understand. And so I think that it's all, you know, it's all well-meaning. I think that as Christians, though, it is, especially just, I think mental health in general is just, is the next Mm. frontier for Mm -hmm. the church. Like, Mm -hmm. I I think that in a lot of ways, um, we we have a ways to go there. And so I think that starting by, I think, asking people about their experiences rather than just telling them what to do or throwing Bible verses or whatever, Mm -hmm. um, I Mm -hmm. think is actually more helpful. Right. So how do we then say, okay, this is something, a mental health issue, biological issue, but we also don't want to rob Philippians chapter four, verse six of having no relevance to our situation. Yeah. So how have you then been able to take these passages that either you find or others give to you and find the good in them to navigate your anxiety? I mean, is it it's like, okay, I get it. That's the yeah, truth. Yeah. Well, I mean, we know that all scripture is God-breathed and useful for, you know, so I certainly um, hang on to those things. And I actually, I have a journal that I only kind of use for those times that are really mm-hmm. hard. And I write those things. You know, if somebody tells me something, I'll write it down in there, mm-hmm. a scripture or whatever, or if I feel like God's pressing a scripture on my heart. So I do... Um, I think there's a lot of value in scripture. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, the cool thing is that that's something I can then share with somebody else, but it's coming from a place of understanding. I'm not going to just give you this and then you're going to feel better. Right. I'm going to give you this and it's going to be like, I'm trying to think. Um, a, I, I think that like when you give those things, you want to give it in sort of like comfort and empathy, not in just mm-hmm. a, hey, like get over yeah. it kind of a thing. Because yeah. it can feel judgmental just depending on, you know, how it comes across. But mm-hmm. I think also for me, I've been, you know, walking with this long enough that like I, you know, you got to give people grace. They love mm-hmm. you and they want to help. And if they don't understand, that's not their fault. Um, but uh, what I'm thinking of is, I don't know why this is the thing coming to mind, but like, you know, if you had a headache and somebody gave you you know, a glass of water or, you know, a cold washcloth or something like yeah. that's not going to remove their headache. It's, but it will comfort them right, when they're, right. you know, having a hard time. So mm-hmm. I think that at, when we do offer those things, we just need to offer it in that way, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. 
And so part of what you've discovered in, in this journey that you've been on is that the evangelical church, let's just say the Protestant church, has not really faced off with this thing of, of biological anxiety. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, somebody that struggles with ADHD or bipolar disorder, or all these different things that people struggle with, is we try to make the salve just a, a prayer and a passage of scripture. Right. Those, we need those, mm-hmm. right? We, we, in fact, we believe in miracles. But while we're waiting for the miracle, this is where you're saying we need to con- we need to have this conversation, mm-hmm. and you don't think that that conversation is really taking place to the extent that it should. Uh, I just think it's a way messier process than we want to. There you go. We want to deal with yeah. honestly. You know, yeah. it's it's super messy, and in it, it's in conjunction with medications and counseling, and you know, it's not something that the church can fix all by itself. And so that's I think been the major win for just like the modern church is that I think we've at least finally realized when we're over our head as far as like we need to encourage people to seek help outside of the church like bible verses you know don't fix everything um god is god has power like god you know has a a road for all of us but I think realizing that he also you know created doctors and medication and all of that is a journey and you know those things can help us get to a place where then we're able to receive scripture and Mm -hmm. we're able to receive community and things like that right isn't that interesting is that if we actually dealt with it at that level we could actually help help ourselves or help others be able to receive the Mm -hmm. goodness of the scriptures or receive the goodness of the prayer. Because the other thing that, and I have family members that struggle with anxiety. It's a sudden thing. You, Mm -hmm. like you said, you were just at a bridesmaids, uh, your your friend was getting married and Mm -hmm. boom, it hits you. Yep. I don't know where that still is happens to you. Yep. Happened to me last night. But okay. When it does, you don't, you don't say, Oh, I think what Christians do is they go, oh, I must have done something wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that. And maybe it's the, the Catholic in me that's just like when something bad happens, I go, oh, I, you know, I must have done something wrong. Uh-huh. But this is not that. This is something when it, when it hits you, I mean, what do you, do you just like, okay, I know what I'm going through. Mm-hmm. I know what's happening. Mm-hmm. And then um, kind of write it out or. Yeah. I mean, at this point, I know. Um, I kind of know what to do. And I know that for me, what I need to do is just shut my brain off as soon as possible. I need to go to sleep. Um, and uh, so I'm sorry, I have to like pause and that's kind of okay. Back no, up take your about, time. I know this is uh, an intense topic. You were saying, can you back up a little bit and remind but me? But just like when it, when it grabs you and yeah. it gets you suddenly, what do you do to like, how do you react? You, so, so like last night, you yeah. said, okay, I, it, it's got me. Yeah. And you don't look at it as like, I did something wrong or no. this is my fault. Or- I think there was a time when I you know, had to wrestle through that. But I think for me, the big part of it was realizing that, that you know, and, and I think that's a, it's, you know, it's true in this situation, but it's also just true for all of us, no matter where we are, that, that we didn't do anything to earn our salvation in the first place. Right. right? And so God is with me. God loves me because he already paid that price for me you know, on the cross. And so, um, bringing that into that space, I think has been helpful. Mm -hmm. I remember a time in college, you know, that I still think back to, you know, every time this happens where I literally, I remember being on my knees in my dorm room and just kind of, um, like 
imagining, you know, Jesus there with me with his arm around me, just being with me in mm, that moment. Mm. And so for me, that's the most helpful thing is, is seeing Jesus there with me in that moment yeah. and his compassion. And also knowing, you know, the Bible says that like in, you know, the garden of Gethsemane, like Jesus was wrestling with some really heavy stuff. He understands that, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, um, that's, yeah. Well, I don't think people actually, I'm glad you said that. I don't know that people actually think that Jesus went through that you know he he suffered to the point of sweating drops of blood right he he suffered enough to say to his closest disciples says look i feel like i'm gonna die on Mm -hmm. the inside Mm -hmm. and 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 i don't think we realize that yes jesus was the son of god but he had a human body right that was just as fragile and frail he was he died of a broken heart he died of bleeding to death so it wasn't like he had a supernatural body right uh and so Jesus can re- relate to that. And so the fact that you could see Jesus coming and just putting his arm around you and saying, I got you. I, I know what it's like to feel out of control yeah. or like I have no control over. It, that has to be something that I think that a lot of Christians don't pick. They, they picture Jesus showing up and putting his hand on you. And okay, bling, you're, yeah, you're healed. Yeah, you or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not of, I'm going to suffer with you. Yeah. Which is, I think you said this earlier in our conversation, is that we, as Christians, we really struggle with suffering from anything. It's, yeah. it's almost like we're indignant. Yeah. When we suffer, it's like, I shouldn't, I shouldn't have to go through this. I mean, I'm sure that you have those moments where you're like, anxiety has gripped you and you're like, come on, God, you yeah. know. Can we not? Yeah. Right now. Yeah. yeah. But at the same time, you know that he loves you. You know that yeah. he's not like torturing you or or messing with you. Yeah. And for me, I think at this point I've just always realized that it's it doesn't last. It's a temporary state. And so I'm not going to let it dictate what I do and don't do, you know, and 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 it does when it comes on, it does feel like it can feel like fear Mm -hmm. sometimes, you know, with your heart racing and just the nausea and things like that. And um, and so I one of the things that I had in my journal um, was a I don't know, maybe I ripped it out of a magazine or something, but it's like a big mural and it says fear is a liar. And so that's another thing that I just really hang on to, you know, because most of the time it makes you want to just pack up and go home and Mm -hmm. hide, you Mm -hmm. know, and Mm -hmm. what I've learned is that it is crucial to face your fears, to press into the things that you're afraid of doing, to march forward when you aren't sure if you're going to make it, because the great news is that most of the time you do, you know, and like you're saying for Jesus, I mean, the anxiety that he experienced, he knew what was going to happen and that did, and it did happen to him. You know, he went all the way. Like, so I think for me, the comfort is knowing that even though I feel like I'm going to die right now, I'm not, I'm going to be okay. And and if I eat something and if I take a nap or I, you know, if I just keep going, like, you know, Mm. I'm going to feel good in a relatively short mm-hmm. amount of time. Yeah. So. But just you being transparent, Lana, is, for me, is comforting because, like I said, I have family members that struggle and it gives me words to pass on to them and to not minimize what they're going through. But I also realize that a lot of people struggle with anxiety and have found very unhealthy coping mechanisms mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in order to, to deal with it. So this is a real issue that the body of Christ, we need to talk about. We, and your transparency opens the door, and I know you're ready for this, but for people in our congregation to come to you on a Sunday or whenever they see you and say, hey, thanks for sharing. I, I struggle with this terribly. And that fi- being able to say that out loud without feeling like you're going to be judged mm-hmm. is yeah, just right. so important. So uh, 
the 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 thing that you said earlier, I think is just so cool is that you know my life's an open book you you've allowed you're not allowing anxiety to define who you are Mm-mm. I think it's so important that to have ADHD you're saying, yeah, I have it, but that doesn't define me who mm-hmm. I am, and that they can see you you know on Sunday mornings working with the tweens or you know preaching a sermon on Sunday morning, you're saying, yeah, oh, this same person can struggle with this at the same time. So mm-hmm. you've, you've just, you've given, I think, a lot of us hope in that. And thank you for being willing. So if anybody wants to come and chat with you about this. Yeah, I love it. Oh, wow. See, a lot of people are ashamed of that. They're all like, okay, I'll talk about it, but don't, don't bug me about it. But that's not where you're coming from. Yeah. God yeah. uses everything. And so I think it's something that if we open our hands and we lay it down, you know, he'll do really amazing things through yeah. our weaknesses. Yeah. yeah. All right. Hey, well, if we've touched on something that has affected you in listening to this and you say, wow, I struggle with anxiety, then we are here for you. You can contact us by emailing us at info at lifechurchchico.org and just share what you're going through. We can pray for you. We can meet with you. If you'd like to meet with Lana or me, Pastor Chris or Pastor Bob, we are available to talk to you about your struggles. And maybe this is giving some of you the courage to finally step out and say, that's me. I struggle with anxiety and I've been afraid to say it out loud. Uh, Jesus doesn't want you suffering in silence. So uh, we hope we've encouraged you and given you something to think about. Thanks for tuning in and we'll talk to you next week. Peace out. Thank you for giving us a listen to this week. If there's anything that you'd like to hear on this podcast in the future, if you have questions, or if you'd like to hear us interview someone, please send us an email at info at lifechurchchico.org. Have a blessed week.